Hello and welcome to a Friday, May 18th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Zach. I'm Tom. And I'm Travis. And big news for the CW today. We'll be talking about all kinds of CW TV stuff, but we'll start off with the the kind of elephant or bat in the room, I guess. Uh, the crossover next year, uh, not next year, 2018 is this year, um, is going to include Kate Kane and Batwoman. I mean, Batwoman. Batwoman is somebody else, but Batwoman is a pretty cool character. Uh, it's I a guess spinoff of Jason Bateman. Exactly. Is. Right. Less <laughs> interesting. But uh, anyways, so I butchered that. But Travis, what do you think about Batwoman coming to the CW? I am completely on board with this. They needed to do something. They always need to step up their game come crossover time. And I didn't know how they would after Crisis on Earth X. But they are definitely doing it. We're getting Gotham City. We're getting Batwoman. That shot that of Stephen Amell introducing it with him, the Flash, and Supergirl, and the Bat single up in the background. Just awesome. And as we've seen before in this universe, uh, Arrow introduced Flash and brought him his own TV show. The Flash and Arrow crossover brought Legends its storyline and its own show. So I think that we may, if this if the reception is good, we may even get a Batwoman series going forward, which signed me up because she is only people know her from the comics and may and the animated latest animated Batman movie. But besides that, she has been grossly undervalued here on on TV and movies. So hopefully, this gets the ball rolling on that, and I am very excited. Yeah, I. It's really cool that we get to see Batwoman in some form. I I don't think I'm quite as excited as you are. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess I'll say. Um it is kind of weird. I I never really thought that we would see something from Gotham in the Arrowverse. It doesn't really seem like it's a good fit, especially with on Arrow, I feel like their version of their city is a lot like Gotham and so how do you differentiate that? Um but we probably won't be spending much time in Gotham in the Arrowverse, but I don't really know. What what about what do you think, Tom? Yeah, it was tricky. I, I don't know what he said. Mark Pedowitz said that they're adding the city of Gotham into the Arrowverse. Does that mean we're actually going there or is it going to be officially mentioned in a more solid manner other than the hints and teases that have happened many times before? I don't know. I will say I'm Batwoman is a great character. I am excited to see her in live action, definitely for the first time. That will be great. I'm yeah, not as excited about seeing Gotham and I guess just throwing Gotham and something bat related into into the mix just because I I don't need to see Gotham there's actually a show out there called Gotham where I get plenty of Gotham stuff and there's films in development that will show lots of Gotham so I'm not terribly excited if we're going to see Gotham and also I'm a little disappointed that it's just sort of spreading so thin Batwoman definitely her own character and everything but there is going, you know, with the Birds of Prey and the f- films and some of the other films in development, that would have been a great opportunity to show her. And I would rather have one fully realized Gotham City within the movies than sort of piecemealing Gotham out and splitting it up between this, the, you know, the show for Alfred and have things split up all over. I would rather see one cohesive thing. But it is Batwoman is a great character and I'm curious how she's going to fit into the mix. I, I can see your apprehension there as well. And I'm also really curious how they're going to skirt the issue of Bruce Wayne Batman. Um, if you're going to Gotham, how how are you going to avoid that? Are you just going to say that he's off-world or he's not, he's rumored to be dead? Or what? I don't, I'm just really curious how they're going to handle that entirely. 
What Earth do you think would you like to see Batwoman from, Travis? I think Earth One, but if if it is from Earth One, then we have questions of how come we haven't seen Batman or any of the other Bat family until now with all the stuff that's been going on, like especially the Nazis in, invading. Uh, so maybe they'll use Earth Two or another Earth to do that. I, I, there's so many questions, so it's so hard to judge. I'm just I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I don't I think I want it to be a separate earth like I like that they did Earth X where it was completely separate from any earth we've seen on any of the other shows and that allowed them to do a lot of fun stuff that isn't really super long lasting or really doesn't change things or make you like question the storyline which is kind of perfect for a crossover and especially since this is going to be in a crossover I I think it makes a lot of sense to put her on her own earth I don't know earth 55 or earth 726 whatever just something different yeah i don't i don't know i would i think i would if i had to pick i would probably put pick earth 38 the supergirl earth just because batman has been kind of referenced there before indirectly when talking about superman so maybe you could say she's there and i'd also like to see batwoman interact with maggie sawyer and some of the characters on supergirl but yeah i i'm definitely excited to see batwoman but i i would almost be okay if they just if Batwoman was the only protector of Gotham from whatever earth she's from and there is no Batman, there is no Bruce Wayne or there's no, there is a Bruce Wayne, but there's not a Batman or anything like that. And she's just sort of the sole hero. I think that would be pretty cool. I almost wish Supergirl had done that. And there was, and she was the only hero on that earth and there wasn't a Superman. I'm curious what that would have been looked like, what that would have looked like. So uh, would you be okay with that Travis, if there was no Batman or any other Bat family? I think that's a great idea, to be honest with you, Tom. And I'm going to throw it one further. I think they should do a Batman Beyond style, where Batman's older, retired, and this is the person that he has chosen to keep pick up the mantle and be like the Bat character in Gotham City. So I would like to see that kind of style, where Bruce Wayne is there, but he's not Batman, like you said. And we see Bruce Wayne, or he's just like alluded to? Oh, we have to see him. Yeah. If you're going to Gotham City, he, Bruce Wayne is essentially Gotham City. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. And now you're getting me even more excited just because you use the words Batman and beyond together. And that that instantly makes my ears perk up. Um, I don't know how that would that would be an interesting way to do it. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool idea, although I, I don't have any desire to see another Bruce Wayne. We got the films going on. There's a Bruce Wayne in Gotham. I know that's wrapping up, but it's still out there. It, potentially in Titans in some form of cameo and seeing another one. I just don't have any interest. I would much rather that's, that's the problem. The only problem with Batwoman, even though I think she's a great character is I would rather see a city that hasn't been explored and isn't used so much. Um, but I, I am definitely excited to see Batwoman. How about this? An older Batman who is played by wait for it. Kevin Conroy. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Michael Keaton. I was going to uh, say, CW can't afford him. No, I, I think he they could afford Conroy. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. And the other thing that blew, me, blew my mind was, I was honestly just expecting the announcement that Stephen Amell teased to be Black Lightning joining the Arrowverse. That's, I was just assuming that. So when I found the news yesterday, I was kind of blown away. So I w- was completely wrong on that. And that's the other question I have about Black Lightning. It looks like it's going to be on its own for another season, but who knows? I 
I hope we see him in the crossover as well. Yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to see him in the crossover, but honestly, I wouldn't be super disappointed if he's not. I I just am so happy with what they've set up and how they're telling the story that if they want some more time to be completely separate and not have any sort of ties to the other shows, I'm okay with that because what they're doing right now is fantastic. Yeah, so this crossover is scheduled to air in December. Uh, very excited. Always something to look forward to. Although it is kind of, I do question, and this isn't the CW's fault or anything, but to have the biggest event on DC TV this year and the only DC movie released within right. a couple, same month, within a couple weeks of each other. I don't think it's as bad of an idea as having a big TV crossover 10 days after your big movie crossover because Aquaman's a, much different than what we're going to see in this. But I, I would kind of like them to be split up a little bit. I, like I always say, I would love for them to film this in the summer and we get it to either kick off the year or end the year. Because we know that there's a lot of issues when filming the crossover. All we hear are the stars complaining about the time crunch and going from show to show. And like it's really hard to do. I don't know why they wouldn't give up a couple weeks in their summer and then take a couple weeks off at the midway point like they normally do to film. So I hope that they're thinking about all options in terms of filming this crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Amell did say he was going to film it. I assumed he was joking, but maybe they could film it now when everybody's on break and then give everybody a break and then release it later in the year. I think that would be tricky, but it would be interesting to do. But they would have to have it all written and everybody's character arcs worked out. So I don't think that would be worth it. So I'm sure he was joking. Yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> uh, another piece of news we got is that season five will be the final season of iZombie. Uh, we talked about that as a possibility before. It's going to debut mid-season, unknown number of episodes, but it's probably going to be 13. That's what it usually is when it's in the mid-season. So I'm glad iZombie has a chance to wrap up and know I, I'm a fan of the CW because of their shows, but also because they usually give their established shows a heads up if it is going to be the last season or if things are going to be winding down so they have time to finish their story they're trying to tell. Yeah, so essentially, Fox, if you're listening, you really should have done that with Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, last up, the fall schedule has been announced for all of the shows on the CW, the, well, the DC shows. So, Supergirl is going to be Sundays at 8 p.m. DC Legends of Tomorrow is going to be Mondays at 8 p.m. Arrow, Mondays at 9 p.m. Flash, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. And Black Lightning, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Yeah, we don't know how many episodes these are going to be, but I'm assuming they're going to be all full seasons, or at least full compared to what they have been, if they're all going to debut in the fall. But I think CW had been hesitant to put five shows on, superhero shows on at a time. They've got the extra. It looks like they're now willing to, and they're going to have five shows in three nights. Yeah, that's a pretty big log jam of superhero shows and i'm i was initially excited but now after thinking about it more i'm a little worried because <laughs> supergirl is really making me question like a lot because i really hope they start off the year with supergirl as the first show or most of the podcasts i listen to that recap this including ours like we film we record on friday and they put it out on the weekend if, Phil, if Supergirl is on Sunday and in the new week of shows start the following day, it's going to be really hard to include that show in the recap. So I'm just hoping that they start off with Supergirl on Sunday, then we're true our DC shows for the week after Tuesday, which I can totally get on board with that. But if Supergirl ends off every week on Sunday, then it's going to be really hard to include her. And that's 
that I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, I, I just think of Supergirl as the first one of the week, no matter what, if it's on if it's on Sunday that week. And I'm not too worried about if they get numbers crossed up and anything like that, because usually they all take different breaks at different times. So Flash, you know, Flash will be a couple episodes ahead or even right now, Arrow finale, Arrow's finale was last night. Flash still has another episode and Supergirl's got a way to go. So they'll finish at different times. I guess it's it's just however you want to look at the week. Yeah. And I, I actually enjoy this schedule because I I don't ever watch them live. I, I normally will watch them the next day or whenever I feel like, like on CWC. And so I I like that they're all coming out pretty close to each other. They're all kind of bunched up because then it really gives me the option to watch it whenever I want. Uh, so it works for me, but we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that they're all I do together like the schedule too. too. I will say the only the only thing I'm worried about is if it gets to be Wednesday and I haven't seen an episode yet. Um, that's very daunting, but uh, I'll, I'll deal with that. It's everybody has their own issues when it comes to watching TV. I think we can overcome them. Yes, <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Travis will be back on Sunday talking about this week in DC TV, all the all the episodes, including the Arrow finale. But that's all we've got for now. We'll be back then.